Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All black. All news. All you. Listen to Tracy E. Lewis on Fridays at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time for the inside story on real estate investment. Coming up on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. is Diana Long with Art and Social Justice Issues. On Tuesdays at 9 a.m., listen to Akeem Oogle with News for the Passive Real Estate Investor. Listen to CBBM Business Journals Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. And listen to The Tough Questions noon with host Sonia Cassandra Perdue. Visit us at Chicago's that's Chicago with an S, Chicago's Black Business Radio Network dot com. To be a sponsor, give us a call at seven seven three six zero nine twenty two twenty six. To sponsor an upcoming episode, call us at seven seven three six zero nine twenty two twenty six. Thank you. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, All Black, All News, All You, for Friday, November 6, 2015. Don't forget that the Black Wall Street Chicago Summit 26 is coming up on November 21st and will be held at the Bronzeville Visitor Information Center located at 3501 South King Drive in Chicago from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's Saturday, folks, and we look forward to seeing you there for the Continental Breakfast and the Light Lunch. Tickets are $25, and you can do a search on Facebook for Black Wall Street Chicago Events to pick up your tickets or call 773-595-5229 for information. That's 773-595-5229. This broadcast is designed to service the African-American communities in Chicago and around the world. Today's segment is called CBBN Business Journals. CBBN Business Journals will feature interviews with business owners, authors, and other innovators from around the world. Our guest today is Emo, son of David, author of the book entitled The Ultimate Curse on Mankind. Wow. Emo is a blogger, author, publisher, lover of science, and activist, and that's just the short list. The ultimate curse on mankind is the modern expression of the long fight between reason and superstition, and we all know the battle continues, and it continues here this morning. But first, we want you to know all of our shows and our entire network have, from the very beginning, been dedicated to keeping the memory and spirit of Mayor Harold Washington on the minds and in the hearts of our people. How do you remember Harold Washington? I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, author of Black America, asking ourselves the tough questions now available on Amazon.com. And you can get your autographed copy of the tough questions at AskingOurselvesTheToughQuestions.com. We also look forward to you answering some of the tough questions on our blog. I'm also a producer for this series, 
visit us at Chicago, that's Chicago with an S, Chicago's Black Business Radio Network dot com and be a part of all that we do. If you're interested in hosting a show, please give us a call at seven seven three six zero nine twenty two twenty six. Let's welcome Emo, son of David, author of the book entitled The Ultimate Curse on Mankind to see BBM Business Journal. Good morning, Emo. How are you? Uh, good morning over to you there in America. I am very fine. But uh, may I bring the news to you that over here it is um, 6 p.m., so it's evening. Okay. Well, great. It's great to know. Uh, we talk to people all over the world. Sometimes I don't know what time it is in Chicago, you know, but we're glad to have you here calling from Nigeria. Is that where you're calling from? Uh, yes, madam. Okay. Wonderful. Although our base is in Chicago, we engage people from all over the world, and we'd like you to tell our listeners a little bit about you before we go into the book. So tell us uh, about Emo before the book. Tell us a little bit about you. Okay, thank you very much. Emo before the book was just like every ordinary human being and he's still an every like every other human being. I love artworks, like you've already stated in the introduction. I love reading, I love writing. But um that's just me brief. I was uh, born in a uh, in a in a city called Uyo in Akaibon State, Nigeria. February twelfth, nineteen eighty eight. I am the first son of a family of four. My mom is alive. My dad uh, is late. We lost him in uh, 2006. That's just in summary. I I have um, two beautiful sisters and a brother. And through and uh, from my little um, um, biography or info you've given to your to your to your listeners, I love artworks. I love painting. I write. I do research, and I study psychology. Thank you very much. Great. Now, I remember reading that you were the publisher of a local entertainment magazine or entertainment blog. What type of entertainment are we talking about? What type of publication are we talking about? All right. Yes, I am a publisher of um, an entertainment magazine, a local entertainment magazine. It's called Class 9 Magazine. It's a celebrity gossip. That's it in, in, in summary. Celebrity gossip. Okay. And how long has have you been publishing that particular magazine? That's been since 2009. Okay. Great. Great. Now... Tell our listeners, uh, we're, we're talking way across the ocean there. Have you ever been to America? Have you been to America before? No, I haven't. Not yet. Okay. Now, tell our listeners, uh, just give them a, just briefly, a picture of life in Nigeria right now in 2015. Well, Nigeria is a very beautiful country. It's full. It's a population of over 160 million people. We are very social. We are very entertaining. We are very warm. 
But um, the problem that we have as a nation is our our politicians. And secondly, since we are the most religious nation on earth, religion is also our problem. In short, they intertwine with our politics. And when religion mixes with politics, both the politicians and the people, they are mad. So the problem is that Nigeria has is a nation as a territory. It's very blessed. It's a wonderful place. But our problem is the ability to make good use of our brains, of our thinking. In general, it's a very beautiful country. Though we, like every other country, we don't have our our issues, but together we are we are going to get through it. Let's talk about something that I think is not um that only takes place among the African people, and that is superstition. And we'll talk about, uh, you mentioned bad politics and you mentioned religion. Let's talk about something. The African people are not the only ones who are superstitious. Um, and part of the book uh, refers to that, the ultimate curse on mankind. Tell us uh, how you feel superstition not only affects the African people, but affects people in general. And what do you mean by superstition? Superstition, superstition to me is um, an obsessive, fanatic, or oh, sorry, I mean, I mean to say an obsessive, ridiculous perception or belief about any certain event. So it's not only um, an African thing, like you said, it's, uh, it's a general human thing. It's just that Certain people are known to be more superstitious than the other. For example, in, uh, in, uh, in my place here in Nigeria, people do believe that it is possible for somebody to, 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 to break into someone's um, marital home, like I am a lady, I would do some kind of voodoo and, and take the other man from that other woman. That is possible, something that can happen within a a second by doing some certain ritual. And the list go, goes on. People do believe in the existence of ghosts and, and, they, and so on and so forth. So the problem we have is that people who hold too much superstition or who are actually sure that these things exist, such an environment is usually underdeveloped. Why is that so? Why are people not as superstitious in Japan as they are superstitious in, let's say, a village in Uganda. Why, 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 why is their development index very different? But these people, they believe that they are ghosts, that there is this, there is that. But you go to the other side of Japan, the way people don't look at such a thing, in, in fact, if you even talk about that, say somebody walked on water, you will be considered mad over there. Why is that place more developed? That is the problem. Superstition is very dangerous to the mind. It, there's nothing as dangerous as limiting the mind. The mind is beyond limitation. It should not allow anything to come in to define certain principles, certain ideologies to it. It will dampen its growth, and that is the problem of Africans when it comes to superstitions. Thank you. Now, superstition, would that be anything that you cannot, uh, that is not based in science, cannot be at this point in time, be proven by science? Would that be 
considered a superstition? That could be a lot of things. But is that what you mean by that? Sorry, please. Can you rephrase the question? I didn't get you very well. Would superstition be defined as something that cannot be currently proved by science? Not necessarily. For, for, okay. for example, if you want to talk about the correct um, um, origin of life, I mean life, not species, science may not actually explain it with satisfaction at the moment. However, it does not mean that the origin, that life does not have an origin. It cannot be a superstition, but it cannot be comfortably explained. But superstition is something that is unreasonable, that is daft, that cannot be tested, and cannot even be entertained, all things being equal, if somebody were to be thinking well. Okay. Now, our guest this morning on CBBN Business Journals is Emo, son of David, the author of The Ultimate Curse of Mankind. And it's the modern expression of this age's long fight between reason and superstition. Now, tell us about the book, Emo. Okay, thank you very much. The book, basically, it's coming out to speak to people because when you want to look at a book or the, an ideology or the, an expression of any given writer or author, you need to first of all look at where the person is coming from. Uh, if uh, the book is simply a Nigerian atheist or free thinker discussing religion, the evil of religion, how it has affected his society and the world in general. And it is not just common in society, it is something that could be replicable in any part of the world, but maybe in, in a different form or in different doses. For example, bigotry. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a universal illness. However, the kind of bigotry that will be expressed in the United States will differ from the kind of bigotry that will be expressed in Nigeria. The, the bigotry in the United States is what people are crying about. Police on black crime, the, 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 the government being unfair to the blacks, that's bigotry. Now, if you go back to Nigeria, it will either be an ending thing, the houses versus the Igbos. And the houses who are known to be predominantly Muslim and the evil to be no predominantly to be, to be Christian. The, that, that hatred, that segregation, that fight, is bigotry manifested in different forms. So that's what the book looks into, how religion is the best of these things, with different explanations, different arguments, different points of view. And basically, in the end, asking our people, be reasonable, repent and be human. That is it in summary. Now, what is the dominant religion in Nigeria? Sorry? The dominant religion, the most practiced religion in Nigeria. What is that? Okay, we, I, we, we can't say for certain. If I were to be a Muslim, a Nigerian Muslim, I would say the most dominant religion would be Islam. 
I mean, if I were to be a Nigerian Christian, I would I would definitely say it's Christianity. But however, I can tell you that the two most practiced religion in Nigeria are Islamic religion and the Christian religion. We can't say with them because we don't have um, any any specific data, unlike your country, that can say that can have a statistics for certain numbers of people or they are near estimates. In my country, I'm sad to say we don't have such an instrument. Whatever they can give you, it cannot be trusted. Now, are you a practicer of any particular religion or are you agnostic or atheist? How do you define yourself, son of David? Uh, First of all, I define myself as a human being. But by our societal standards, our our childhood conditioning, I you, you either be um, an atheist, a deist, uh, whatever, and even to theism, you'll be dividing yourself into a different religion. So, to be very brief with myself, I define myself as a religion. But if I sit down and explain to you. Definitely, the English language dictionary classify me as an atheist. Okay, I got you. Now, we're going to take a short break, and um, then I would like you to come back and maybe state your position or how you approach um, in in Nigeria uh, preachers or religious leaders and their effects uh, that they have on the uh, population there, okay? We're going to take a short break, okay. and, we'll be, and we'll be right back to talk about that. Our guest today is Emo, son of David, author of The Ultimate Curse on Mankind. You're listening to CBBM Business Journals. We're going to take a short break here. Please stay with us, and we'll be right back. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. They're talented and they're smart. That's why Totally Positive Productions provides a special place where our youth can grow into the best that they can be. Parents, are you looking for a safe place where your child can meet new friends and learn new skills after school? Visit www.totallypositiveproductions.com to find out about their after-school and weekend programs. Follow Totally Positive on Facebook to stay up to date on free cultural enrichment, field trips, and talent shows. Volunteer, support, and donate at TotallyPositiveProductions.com. Let's not waste any more time. A child is waiting. Visit TotallyPositiveProductions.com today. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Remember playing Midwest and Friday nights all night long? Did you know you were writing history? The evolution of Bidwist has received warm responses from Bidwist players and black history enthusiasts across the USA. The evolution of Bidwist is an authoritative book containing the most comprehensive information ever published on the subject. It's now available at RonaldLAllen.com. The book covers every aspect of the game, from its origin and growth period to its international expansion. Get your autographed copy at RonaldLAllen.com today. Sit down tonight with friends to a game of Bidwist. Visit RonaldLAllen.com today. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, your host for today. We're reaching out to business owners, 
to join us and be a part of this journey. If you're interested in being a sponsor, simply give us a call at 773-609-2226 or email us at cbbn2012 at gmail.com and we'll send you details on the great packages we're currently offering. Let's welcome back Emo, son of David, author of the book entitled The Ultimate Curse on Mankind. Welcome back to the show, Emo. You there? Yes, I am with you. Thank you very much. Great, great. Now, before we left for the break, uh, we want to go in and talk about the fact that the preachers and the religious leaders are having on the general public. And uh, what will we find in your book, uh, The Ultimate Curse on Mankind, regarding this, that current state? Uh, how do you approach that, the leaders of religions in Nigeria? In my in my book, I dedicated a large, um, like um, the two two chapters were there about talking about um, priests, the preachers, and I talked about no other people than the black preachers, which I am most um, um, acquainted with, the Nigerian preachers. Not just the Nigerian preachers, preachers in general, they have never been known for doing anything that will elevate anybody from slavery or poverty. Instead, they want to impoverish you, take you from your coin, put you into a state of mind that you will always come and be bowing down, not just to them, but to anybody that makes itself appear like a symbol of authority. Now, when we, if you should go back to the African-American community in the United States, the preachers, they don't talk to, the, to their congregation. They don't give them that IQ of standing up, of cautioning the authority. That's why you will see people getting killed in the face of, of, of pure bias, a judgment will be delivered. Then black people can't stand up to speak. Even the so-called people, you people call your celebrities, your leaders, they, they keep quiet. The, the, the preachers tell people that you should forget it, let go and let God. What do you mean by let go and let God when the other person is not letting you go? They are not revolutionary. When we talk about the likes of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, they were revolutionary. They did not want sleeping people. That is what these so-called preachers they do. They destroy us financially. The other time I saw on the website there about that the black church um, generated billions. They don't build industries. They don't develop our people intellectually. You will never hear. You will never hear anywhere that a preacher builds a science institute. The preacher will only build more churches so that more people can come in and give them offerings. For example, here in Africa, these preachers, they demonize our cultural heritage. They call our beliefs idols. Call us Ekiak. They pushing people outside. And when somebody is not in tune with their cultural identity, the person will never know, understand his true self as an individual or as a human being. For example, the other time a pastor burns a shrine, an African shrine. Meanwhile, in places like Japan, where people are developing the protective, they are shrines. They call they name it cultural heritage center. People come in and pay money and look at it. They promote it. But over here, a, a pastor was burning it. No, it is just crazy. You you hear pastors sleeping with their with their with, with, with women, so, so, so that uh, with their church women, so that they can have husbands. 
just 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 walking to the just walking to the church is not a place that develops people mentally. It makes people greed with pride, with egotism. When pastors will be preaching, you must be richer than your neighbor. Your neighbor must look down on me and so on. And I, I, I guess it's universal because they give us this sense of materialism. So our people become so mediocre, so petty, so myopic. They all we see are materialism. When people think that if I am richer than the other person, it means all is well may be, God, is, God has blessed me. They don't see humanity, they don't see communism because it becomes a selfish thing. My God is blessing me, and so on and so forth. So these people, they demoralize us, they reduce us financially, mentally, and otherwise. They begin to divide. We see the other one as a Muslim, we see the other one as a Christian. Instead of the black community to come in, instead of the Nigerian um, um, ethnic group to come in, they don't do that because we are busy divided along religious lines. Thank you very much. You know, Emo, um, I don't re I don't permit religious programming on this particular network. Number one, so that I won't be called to express my personal opinions about religion, number one. Number two is because I don't want to have the battles. We're a business network basically. And your show and your book is probably the one and only, the only the second show that I've permitted here to discuss religion. But I felt it important to hear uh, the voice from our mother country. And there are other opinions. This is not only your opinion. Someone will have the opposite opinion. I wanted to hear a voice from our mother country on their position on religion. Okay? Now... And I probably never will have another show on religion because it is a business network. But I wanted to hear another voice as well. And if I were to say what I was, would be agnostic. Um, let me ask you this question. We only have about five minutes left. In saying what you have just said, do you feel that religion has the fact is truly a very, very divisive tool. So please come again. Based on what you just said, religious religion wears one face, one face to the people. But do you feel that it is really very dividing and a very divisive tool and keeps division among the people? Yes, it is. If it doesn't divide us, we won't we won't be here in the first place. There won't there won't be there won't be no reason for ISIS to be beheading people. There won't be no reason for let's say in Nigeria when um, a Muslim loses an election, the Christians in that community are not safe, and vice versa. There won't be no reason for us black people to be poor because if billions of our money. Every year goes to single people, single institutions that do not repay us financially or mentally or economically. It is destroying us. So, yes, it is very, very divisive. Very, very divisive. Emo, I want to thank you for being with us today. Before we leave, though, um, do you have any final words about your book? And first of all, tell us where can our listeners get your book. Where can they find your book? Okay. My book is available on Amazon. 
It's available available on e- eBay, Lulu, Kobo, um, Ice, um, Apple iStore, just almost all the major bookstores online you can ever think. It's almost everywhere that I can't name them individually. Also, I want like to... Okay, please. I would also like to use the opportunity to speak to the black people that are listening because I understand that most of your listeners will be majorly black people. There's this uh, young lady. She's um she's an African American in uh, in New York. So she's Regine Belling. Is it Regine Belinga? Pardon me if I don't get it well. And she has she has a show on the 29th and 30th of January 26 at um they call it the Wow Cafe Theater in downtown Manhattan. She's uh, a show basically on choreography. She's going to display emotions in picture and in sound. The 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 the, the, the police and uh, the crime. Uh, the, sorry, what am I supposed to say? The black, how the black community is affected by police brutality. So I will encourage people to go out and listen to this young lady. I want to thank you so much for being here with us today, and I really appreciate you taking the time to share uh, with us, Emo. Our guest today has been Emo, son of David, author of the book entitled The Ultimate Curse on Mankind. And if you would, Emo, when you have some time this week, uh, can you go to our show page and and make some notes uh, for our listeners? Uh, Anything that you would like to add, we would appreciate it. Okay? Okay, no problem. I appreciate you give me an email or link to the page where I can add a note. Absolutely, absolutely. You're listening. You've been listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. Today's segment is called CBBN Business Journals. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Chicago's Black Business Network is a social media management and training organization. We are changing the way that Chicago connects. Visit us at Chicago's at Chicago's Black businessnetwork.com and be a part of all that we do. Don't forget to pick up the book, The Ultimate Curse of Mankind by Emo, son of David. Thank you so much for being with us today. Chicago, the world, we'll talk to you very, very soon. Enjoy your week. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.